Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. It's been a bumpy and volatile ride with markets this month, the month of September, which is historically known as the worst month for stock markets. Stocks, bonds, commodities, currencies, and futures have been moving violently from day to day this month. And so, to give us a walkthrough of the month of September, joining us on the phone today for Money and the Market is Terence Wong, CEO of Azure Capital. Terence, welcome to the show. Thanks, Hong Bin. We've been arranging this for almost forever. Yes. Finally, get to chat. <laughs> Finally, so we're coming towards the end of the month, uh, which is tomorrow. Today is the 29th. Tomorrow is the 30th, the last day. And September being historically the worst month for stock markets, did it live up to its title this year? Yeah, September is really turning out to be a very ugly month. When you look at you just look at the U.S. indices diving seven mm-hmm. to eight percent, and it dragged down practically every uh, globe or every index along with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just some context, the markets were really bad uh, in the first half of the year. Then it recovered very strongly between mm-hmm. uh, mid June and mid August. That two month period, it jumped twenty uh, percent. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like a bear. Uh, it seemed like bull market. Right. Uh, again, right. Uh, but the confluence of negative factors, you know, uh, starting off with Jackson Hole Symposium, mm. uh, just before that, uh, people were worried, you know, that uh, things were going to get bad. Jerome Powell is going to come up with some bad news. And he did, right? Mm. The comments were totally hawkish. Yes. Um, and uh, with rates going higher for longer, the, the bears really came up clawing uh, in September. And uh, for me, I, I would think that, you know, with so much liquidity being pumped into the system uh, over the past, not, not, we're not only talking about three, four years, we're talking about 14 years mm-hmm. since the, the, the GFC time, right? Mm-hmm. That the slide in the market wouldn't be gentle. And, and I don't think we've seen the worst of it. Oh, we haven't seen the worst of it. So are you saying the worst may come in maybe next month in October? Oh, well, if it's going to come, um, it's really anybody's guess. Uh, I, I believe, you know, there, there will be bouts of optimism. Uh, and October may surprise people coming in better than expected. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, if you were to look at it, I, I don't think that we have hit the stage of total capitulation. That's the point where all investors and their dogs throw in the towel and say that I don't invest anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, things are just bad. Right? We, we haven't hit that stage yet. You know, every every time the market uh, goes down by 10, 12, 14%, people are coming back and saying that, hey, this is a time for a profit. Uh, this is a time to actually do some uh, uh, fishing for good stocks, for gems, right? Because mm-hmm. that could bounce up. Um, and and when, they come, when, they, when they start to come in a big way, the markets recover again. Uh, there, there will be such bouts of optimism. But like I said, uh, we haven't hit the bottom yet. Okay. Well, what about the STI? How did the STI perform this month in your view? Okay. Um, this month, down 3%. So compared against uh, the American uh, stock indices, we have outperformed. In mm-hmm. fact, for the year, uh, STI has not been too shabby. Uh, and given that it is very much of a value playground, uh, people like the banks, they lap on to the property developers, and which have been fairly stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have actually, we were actually one of the best performers. Guess what? Boring SDI, one of the best performers mm-hmm. uh, This uh, at the start of this year. First half, I think we're up like close to, t- uh, first quarter, we're up close to 10%. Oh, wow. 
yeah and um but with all uh, like like if the the recession is coming and coming in a big way i believe that there is nowhere to hide uh, even for sti it's down three percent uh this year i mean mm-hmm. this month and uh, we have given up practically all our gains actually if you look at the start of this year versus yesterday the mm-hmm. sti would have been almost flat mm-hmm. so we've gone up and we've come off uh, I see, I see. So what about in terms, you know, regional markets? They seem to be mostly in the red this week, but there has been a rebound today, especially after um, the Bank of England's announcement of a rescue move to cool bond markets. Is this, you know, rebound seen as a long-term thing or are we going to go back to markets in the red? Yeah, that's right. Uh, that really calmed down the bond markets. And if you look at the, the rates uh, over in the U.S., that has also come come off like the treasury rates come out like what 20 bips mm-hmm. that would have an impact a very, very clear and distinct impact on you know tech stocks in particular that's why you saw uh, we saw nasdaq jump up quite a lot over two percent last night mm-hmm. uh, but uh, i think that's transient uh, overall we still need to look at look out for the economy and uh, we have as i mentioned earlier on the, the economy we're not quite near the bottom of the worst point of the economy. So uh, mm. that will still take a while. And, and that's, that is why I believe that the markets uh, will still see some downside. Mm. Since we're not at the worst point yet, what mm. would help you know stock markets rebound? Well, it's really tough to pin down a market bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that would uh, typically, like I mentioned, only happen when the economy has troughed, right? And right. the worst. Uh, one of the, another sign that I think that investors can look out for will be the Fed funds rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fed funds futures model mm-hmm. uh, currently prices another 100 bips hike by the year end. Uh, that will lift the, the Fed fund rate mm-hmm. to about. 4.25%, mm-hmm. and that will peak. Uh, now the market expecting it to peak at about 4.75% in the second quarter. I'm not too sure about that because mm-hmm. I think that that moves. If it doesn't, and we are, if we inch towards there and the uh, Fed chairman, you know, for some reason will tell you that, hey, things are already stabilizing. I think that that could be seen as, a, uh, that could be one of the potential signals for mm. recovery in the market. Importantly, I mean, we have uh, avoided talking about China so far. Uh-huh. China is still a big market, even though, you know, it's not exactly the in thing, the, the market of the month right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the China front, uh, 20th National Congress, I think is something to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, positive turnaround. If, there will be a positive turnaround if, you know, policymakers decide, you know, that it is going to shift away from zero COVID or they're going to ease some form of pandemic-related restrictions mm-hmm. or, or provide, you know, the, the property market has been in the doldrums. If they were to come in, come in, in a decisive way on some uh, fiscal monetary support, I think that would be great. Mm, mm, I see, I see. And also looking back at the stock market this month, are there any specific stocks or sectors that stood out to you? I mean, if you were to look at some of them, obviously the rate sensitive sectors mm-hmm. uh, like the technology stocks, right? Uh, property REITs, uh, those guys uh, really suffered mm-hmm. because uh, rates are going to be expected to be higher for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Fraser's Hospitality Trust, uh. that privatization bit really missed out by a whisker. Oh. So, so that got hit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I don't think it's all bad news, though, even though the markets have come off. Uh, one of the bright spots will be Yang Zixiang. Yang Zixiang outperformed, uh, possibly due to his recent announcement on his capabilities. Uh, Comfort Delgro mm. went nowhere, but that's already good in itself because it got just got boosted out of the SPI as a constituent stock. It's been up there. You know, I can't even remember since when, you know, decades, right? Mm-hmm. But it got uh, boosted out and while well, it still remained relatively stable, mm-hmm. uh, which is surprising because there's quite a bit of UK uh, exposure mm. for, for Capitalgo. What about SATs? You know, shares of SATs today, it's plunging to a near two-year low. Currently, it's about down 20.4%. What's going on with SATs? Well, there, there, there are some reasons with, with SATs. Uh, even though I know some people are lapping it up uh, previously because of the potential uh, reopening play, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, uh, you know, as with uh, a lot of what I've been telling investors, you know, you really have to like go down and understand mm-hmm. what has been happening to, to the companies and look at the fundamentals before uh, deciding on, you know, on a particular team. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, uh, reopening has been a big team over the last couple of quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Investors have been banking on that, particularly in the Singapore market. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that uh, is a risk in itself. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Is there anything else also for investors to look out for as we enter the new month? Uh, for this month, uh, like I mentioned, uh, there will be uh, there's the National Congress over mm-hmm. in China. Uh, that's going to be big. Um, there's, I think investors will look out for signs over in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Europe is one of the... Is one of the a sick continent of the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that the, the winter is going to be particularly long for them. Um, and as long as, you, you know, the pound got hit very, mm-hmm. very hard uh, because of the new policies. Um, and over in Germany and good part of Europe, uh, which is dependent on gas, mm-hmm. you know, as much as 20, 30 percent uh, on gas in Russia, uh, geopolitics is also something to take a look at. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I, I just feel that, you know, like looking ahead, uh, things are going to be still choppy, still volatile. Mm-hmm. So uh, investors probably would have to brace themselves for, for this volatility. And mm-hmm. if they really do want to invest, uh, possibly look at uh, more defensive sectors. Uh, defensive, I know some of the Singapore investors will go, oh, defensive means... Uh, you know, traditionally have equaled REITs, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but REITs have taken a very, very big hit because right. of interest. So really go for the, the guys that are a lot more recession-proof. Mm-hmm. And interest rate, oh. uh, and, and they are protected against a rising interest rate. Uh-huh. Okay, well, thank you so much, Terence, for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you on. Thanks, Hongbin. Thank you. We've been speaking with Terence Wong, CEO of Azure Capital. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.